0: And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one well-dressed page of Talmud every day. Because on today's page, Megillah 24, well, have a listen. One who says, I will not pass before the ark to lead the prayer service in colored garments may not pass before the ark to lead the prayer service even in white garments. There is concern that one who insists on wearing clothing of a specific color during his prayers is a heretic and therefore unfit to lead the service. Similarly, if one says, I will not pass before the ark wearing sandals, he may not pass before it even barefoot, as he is not acting in accordance with the teaching of the sages. The idea here being that, that there is a specific dress code, that you do not just walk before the Ark with your bare limbs or with your bare feet or even wearing a certain kind of clothes that can make you look a little bit suspicious. And so when I need advice on things both theological and sartorial, I I turn to the wisdom of one man. You may know him as the Corduroy of Servov, the great Reb Mark Oppenheimer, Welcome back, Rabbi, to the show. Uh,
1: shalom Aleichem. I absolutely love this passage. Look, the Talmud speaks to us on on many days and in many ways. But let's face it, some days, you know, it, it feels a little bit academic, a little bit abstruse. And then there are days when it it... Dives right into your life when it when it, you wake up and it's making eggs in your kitchen. To quote my friend Derek, like they've it's totally read your mind. He's in your kitchen. He's made omelets. He's cleaning up before you even get down for breakfast. The rabbis knew exactly what was going on in my head. This is one of those times because I think about this all the time. You know, I go to shul every Shabbat. I take my children. Among my children, there's at least one who would always go in pajamas if allowed, and there's one who always puts on you know tights, a skirt a blouse like really wants to look formal. And I fall somewhere in between. You know, there are days when I really wanna wanna look like you know a schlub. And I feel that because I'm the kind of person who wants to justify everything I do as having a kind of authority behind it, I think of the the the, chassids, the breast lovers in their white kaftans, with their, you know, you see them in the desert and they're dressed as if they just want to be cool in the desert. And you think of all the renewal Jews and you think of Reb Zalman, you think of the kibbutzniks, you think of all the people who have like deep Jewish spirituality who are wearing kind of desert garb. Um, every day of their life. And maybe they put on a special purple yarmulke on Shabbat, but basically they're dressing down. And then you think of people who, you know, Shabbat is the day when they don't just wear their three-piece suit, they wear their extra nice three-piece suit. And they wear their strimal and they wear their satin jacket. And they, like, for them, it's about extra formality. And they both seem to have a kind of tra- these are both traditions in Judaism, right? And you, you think about the kind of neo Chasids uh, and the Renewal Jews of the of the the hippie era of the countercultural era. And I wrote about this, you know, in graduate school. These people were very very serious about their Judaism, and they wanted to dress special for Shabbat or or to be in the presence of the Torah. But that might mean for them, like again, put on the the royal purple yarmulke or the the that was quilted by you know their sister-in-law who's an especially gifted quilter it certainly didn't mean put on a tie or put on a skirt so to me the question has always been is there a kind of absolute formality where you really should look formal according to the dictates of your society and because you know or can you can you individualize that formality for yourself and can you say i know that there's something special about my garb today that's separating shabbat from the other days and that's good enough
0: So I think about this all the time, too. And I actually thought about you in the context of thinking about this because you just came off a book tour for your wonderful book, Squirrel Hill, about the the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, which gave you an occasion to be on planes a lot. We are both gentlemen of a certain age. I still remember that when you used to fly, you would absolutely dress up you would dress in your absolute nicest clothes and sit there because it was an occasion you went to the airport it was
1: people used to dress for travel it that's was right. it was
0: a big deal and now you know I had the occasion to fly the other the other week and and saw people dressed I mean not even not even pajamas like basically <laughs> it was like you know as if they were just going into the shower it's the opposite now
1: now people feel like Travel is uncomfortable. You should make it as comfortable as possible. You bring on your pillow, you bring on your schneidey and your blankie and, you know, curl up.
0: So, so have we lost, is this an indication? Because you said just earlier very beautifully that yes, you, you, could, you could kind of fall any way you want as long as there's some kind of intentionality that you, you sort of really sort of think about the reason behind your action. Have we completely lost that? Do we, do we just not care how we look anymore? Well, I, I think, look, I, I go back and forth on this
1: all the time because on the one hand I'm a clothes horse you know I'm a bit of a dandy I like dressing up I have you know as you know some ridiculous patchwork tweed blazers uh I like bow ties on the other hand I really like my comfort and you know I when I'm around the house I mean I think of my grandfather who put on shoes every you know you didn't see him in s- socks he wasn't a fancy guy but to him you put on khakis a button down shirt and at least shoes and i think of myself and my children see me all the time i spend weeks in just my pajamas if i don't have work bringing me out of the house and i do worry that there's something um kind of virtue corroding about that here's the compromise i've reached and i think it's one the rabbis are 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 pushing us toward which is however you dress in your daily work and of course the rabbis themselves in the of the Talmud had, had trades right they were what, you know, butchers and bakers and cobblers and blacksmiths and things. They they could not be fancy all the time.
0: Programmers, graphic designers. Exactly.
1: DJs. Yeah. Right. Brand Branding executives. Um, influencers. PR account executives, right? influencers, YouTubers. But I think the, the rabbis were saying, however your job requires you to dress, and that may be dressing down and you may be dirty at the end of the day and you may have to sort of scrub the smell of you know, fish or ink or charcoal out of your hands on Shabbat, There, you know, there are days that are sacred. And then you try to dress up somewhat. Now, to be perfectly frank, I am not fully satisfied with where I've come down on that because I still too many Shabbases. I go to shul, you know, I try to put on a nice button down, nice pants once in a while, i wear a tie. But a lot of, you know, a lot of times it's really not so different if I don't have a tie on from daily attire, if I happen to go out to have lunch with a friend. It's just, I've gotten dressed. That's formality for me. I do worry that my children don't see me really honor the day with my clothes enough, that there's something about the couples who, or the families where they put on their Shabbat finery. And I just think, you know, it's one more way to remind us that there's something special about this day and that there's certain times of life and, and spaces in life that are more special than others. And so I, th- I think as a Jew, I, I, I have a ways to go on that.
0: And as the corduroy star of you have inspired me to exchange T-shirt for blazer, for which I am deeply grateful.
1: And yet, your podcasting attire, as I see you right now on Zoom, is apparently your informal attire.
0: No, this is my this is my official unorthodox uniform.
1: Re- Reb may, may I may I go out with what with what sort of Zen koan for people to meditate on? I not long ago returned to uh, my high school alma mater where there is still as there was then a dress code and the dress code is not particularly formal but it's no denim no t-shirts so basically for men anyway and there's a different one for women and there's a different one for people who uh, of other genders but the the basic idea is some version of what for men is you know, khakis and a button-down shirt. And, you know, that might be a skirt and it might be a blouse, it might be something else, but no jeans, no no tees, no ripped tees, et cetera. And that is still the dress code. It's a nice dress code. No one ever really objected. But they've now put in one caveat, which is you may be out of dress code if you are wearing apparel with the name of the school on it. <laughs> so you can go t-shirt or sweatshirt or even sweatpants. If you're promoting if it, your own brand. You are actually branding the school on that day. <laughs> And so, you know, I'm thinking of moving toward a space where I try to, you know, wear a suit and even a bow tie on Shabbos or a T-shirt with my shul's name on it. And that, that would honor God. Right.
0: You, you could pass before the ark in a T-shirt if the T-shirt says, Go Hashem. <laughs> That's right. Mark Oppenheimer, thank you so much for being our guest. Always a pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Robert Skarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone, or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter, at takeonedafyomi,